Welcome to the Benzinga podcast here on the three option plays we are watching for markets right now. So we got a very interesting week ahead of us right now. We have the FOMC on Wednesday, and that's creating all kinds of flows and adjustments and movements in the markets that are going to create a just should be a very volatile and very powerful week for the markets. So my name is Chris Capri. I'm the head of the Benzing Options School, where I teach our members how to trade options like a pro by understanding the reflexivity of options, different strategies, how option dealers and market makers are positioned, and how we can use this information to profit from trading options on a short, medium, and long-term basis. So this podcast is every Monday and Wednesday at 4.15 p.m. Eastern, where we cover our top three stocks or indices or ETFs that we are watching from an options perspective. Now, for those of you who have never heard me speak before, I am a former broker on Wall Street. I've traded for hedge fund and I've been trading for over 21 years, trading everything from options to stocks, FX, commodities, you name it. So with that being said, I want to jump into the first thing that we're looking at, and that's spies. So it's how do we not talk about spies on the day? It's at such a critical juncture heading into the FOMC. And spies has had a wild, wild day. So opened around 412 liquidated chopped around for a little bit but then liquidated down to four or five mid-session only to in the last couple hours ramp off the lows and to close just shy of 415. So why was spies so volatile on the day? Well there's three reasons that had the trifecta. Options volume was insane on the day. VIX was in a very unique situation and then share volume. So let's kind of break down those three in spies uh, and then we'll talk about what we think could potentially happen or potential scenarios for spies post FOMC. So on the option side, prior to today, spies had about 5.7 million calls and 10 million puts. It's roughly 16 million options with about 10% of those options expiring for the May OPEX. That's May 20th. However, today, options volume exploded. It did 7.3 million calls and 9.5 million puts. In other words, it did 100% of the total open interest with at least 2 to 3 million of these being short dated expiring today. This is important because if there's a lot of, say, bullish flows that came in today, well, they're expiring today. So that means that the impacts from that are going to be done by the end of the aftermarket session and they won't be there tomorrow. That also means that the dealer hedging impacts associated with those flows will also have unwound really fast. So because you had a huge chunk of options, millions of options trading today that were expiring today, remember short dated options have sharper delta curves. That means the delta rises and falls faster. And they also have sharper gamma curves. Gamma increases as we get closer to expiry. So as those options start to move more or less in the money, the gamma changes rapidly and that has a major influence on the prices. Hence why we saw so much volatility today. It's also part of the reason why, um, because with so many short-date options, we don't think this rally is going to be the same tomorrow. Like We don't think the market's going to ramp you know, 10 points off the lows tomorrow. In fact, if anything, we think that price action and volatility will compress going through tomorrow and heading into the FOMC. But options volume alone isn't the whole picture. You know, There's a couple of things we have to mention. Share volume was strong. Traded over 140 million shares today, which is well above the 10-day average at 100 million. So share volume was strong. Traders were actively trading, buying, and selling shares in spies today. 
But another reason why Spies was so volatile in the day, it has to do with the VIX. So as you all know, VIX and Spies are inversely correlated over a 30-day horizon. And VIX going into the session today was very expensive, like extremely expensive, like a very high reading. And so from our market commentary, this is the market commentary we shared with our members in the Benzinga Option School. And during our live morning session, we talked about VIX specifically. So this is what we said. We said with IV VIX being quite high and in steep backwardation, that's when the VIX spot is at a premium to VIX futures. We said we think the markets need fresh blood for spies to blow past 400 or for VIX to gains. In other words, with this high VIX, high IV and VIX, insurance, which is traders buying puts, on spies is really expensive at this point. So outside this new catalyst, our analytics would suggest that it'd be hard for spies to take out the 400 level and it'd be hard for VIX to make new gains. Well, what happened with VIX on the day? VIX opened around 34, chopped around for most of the session. Mid-session, it did ramp up when spies was liquidating down to one of fives. Spy, VIX ramped up to 36.61 but then in the last hour dropped and closed at 32.34. So this is important because if VIX is expensive and it's inversely correlated to SPIES, VIX going up a few points, while it does have an impact, a negative impact on SPIES, the big drop in VIX from 36.81 down to 32 actually helped boost SPIES more to the upside than it then produced downside moves. So VIX is overpriced right now. And the more expensive it is, the harder it is to keep gaining new ground in VIX. And eventually, traders no, want to be lo no longer want to be long VIX, long vol. They start thinking, hey, I'm not gaining any new ground and I'm losing theta decay. I need to actually start unwinding these positions. And then VIX starts to roll over. So when we look at that, we feel that SPIES is kind of getting towards this you know, SPIES is kind of getting towards what we call like a lower base and VIX is kind of getting to this overvalued area. And if the FOMC comes out benign, then we think SPIES has room to ramp up higher because the market is dominated. SPIES is dominated by puts right now. Traders are not long calls, they're long puts in SPIES right now. And if the, mar if the FOMC comes out benign, all of that stuff is going to unwind, including the hedges associated with that, which would create a rally in SPIES. If such a rally were to happen, we think spies could rally ramp about 15 to 20 points by the end of the week. On the other hand, if the FOMC comes out hawkish, then spies is going to start pressing into that 400s, where we think dealers and traders have some tail risk perception. So if spies were to lose 400, say close below 395 on a daily closing basis, FOM, after the FOMC, then we think traders are going to have to re-up their downside protection which would force dealers to sell even more, which would further exacerbate the move to the downside. So very precarious position on SPIES. We actually think the better place right now is to actually trade volatility instead of trading SPIES directly, which is what we've been doing in the Benzinga Option School. Uh, Rodrigo, are you here right now or I'm just checking to see if you're in the background and just making sure if you're here? Yeah, uh, really quick here. Yeah, no, I, I am here and um, I've been here checking out here some of the trade ideas i know that many of them have been on point but uh, i'm getting some questions here i was actually just about to let you know i have some some questions here about how to join the um the option school so 
folks, if you just scroll up, um, we're going to be posting um, a link for a $7 for seven days trial so that you guys can go ahead and try the full, fully loaded option school with Benzinga Pro uh, with all the scanners, all the charts, everything. More importantly, live classes with Chris Capri, office hours, live training, chat rooms, literally everything and more than you can imagine recordings. Uh, the link is above. You can see it there. But um, but yeah, I just wanted to let you guys know because I'm getting some messages about it. So just uh, if you guys can check it out there. Yeah. So that seven day trial, super low risk. You get seven days. You can train live with me. We posted another live trade today that's already in profit within the first day. In fact, we have three trades running in the Benzingo school right now and all three are in profit. So you know, we post the trades, we post the trade ideas, all the details around them. Andrew Stop Loss Take Profit, the whole thing. And you can trade alongside. You can earn while you learn. $7 for a seven-day trial. It's super low risk. You can attend the classes that we're, you know, teaching live every single day. Learn and see how I'm seeing the market and how we're seeing these moves ahead of time and how you can profit from that. So with that being said, we talked about a couple ways that we'd want to trade spies, and that's through volatility. So we're going to kind of give you two potential options, no pun intended, on how you can trade long, uh, trade volatility. So the first one is, is you think, if you're of the view, that volatility, even though it's high, is actually going to increase after the FOMC. In other words, the FOMC, they're going to come out with a hawkish statement you know, they're going to come out heavy on the rate hikes, 50 basis points now, probably 50 in the future, plan on, you know, being very heavy in terms of uh, rate hikes, in terms of combating inflation, if they're worried about inflation. In other words, if you think the markets are going to keep selling off after the FOMC, that the MSO FOMC is going to be hawkish, and that you think markets are going to sell off, we think that one way you want to maybe trade that would be to get long volatility. And so one way to do that is UVXY. So UVXY is a short-term VIX ETP exchange-traded product. That means it's looking at the front first and second month futures on VIX. And so this is, if you want to get long volatility, instead of getting long VIX itself, which is expensive right now, you could get long UVXY, which is a little bit cheaper. So UVXY prior to today had about 480,000 calls and 470,000 puts. With 40 plus percent of those options expiring this Friday. So, of the 900,000 plus options, over 360,000 of them are expiring this Friday. That means a lot of these options are going to be rolling off this Friday and therefore create wild moves in the market from Wednesday to Friday. Today, though, volume was strong, traded 560 plus thousand options on the day. That's over 60%. 331,000 were calls, 228,000 were puts. We think this is potentially, if you want to go long vol, you think vol is going to continue to increase, SPIES is going to sell off, MFOMC is going to be hawkish, and that the markets are going to roll over, then we recommend instead of trading SPIES directly, by shorting SPIES, which is expensive right now, you could get long UVXY. So to do this trade, we would want prices to dip into this kind of 17 area. The closer it gets to 17, the better we like it. You know, anywhere between 17 and even 16 and a quarter, we think that would be okay. So if this dips a little bit, that's fine. Dips a little bit tomorrow and going into the FOMC, it allows you to get cheaper long vol through UVXY. So we would probably look for to buy at the money calls 
and then sell out of the money calls targeting 20. So a bulk call spread expiring this Friday. So wherever it dips to, if you feel like, hey, this is the base pre-FOMC, get we recommend or our our trade idea in this is long at the money calls and then selling the out of the money calls around the 20 strike. We think it has room to go from say 17 to 20 expiring this Friday. Now on the other side of this coin, maybe you're someone who thinks, hey, VIX is overpriced. We think VIX is going to roll over. We think the FOMC is not going to be that bad. We don't think SPIES is going to break 400 and that VIX and volatility is going to come down. Well, if you want to trade in the short vol way, well, then there is an inverse VIX for that, SVXY. So it basically moves inverse to VIX. In other words, if VIX goes up, SVXY goes down. And if VIX goes down, then SVXY goes up. So if you want to be short vol, well, then you could get long SVXY. Now, it's important to note that this is a less liquid instrument. It doesn't have as many options. Prior to today, only 35,000 calls roughly and 22,000 puts. So it's barely over the 50,000 mark. That is low. So you have to understand that liquidity could be an issue in this. Spreads could be a little bit wider than, say, UVXY. And you want to make sure to avoid this, to avoid any liquidity issues. Trade strikes that have good open interest and good volumes on the day. So... We see you know, that there has kind of been, um, right now when we look at the options, we can see that there's about 25% of the options on SVXY expiring this Friday. That means there's going to be a lot of positions changing hands between Wednesday and Friday post-FOMC. Now today it traded 13,000 options, which actually isn't that bad. If you have 50,000 options and you traded 13,000, you trade about 20% of the volume or the open interest in one day. That's not bad. Um, it traded about 5.5 thousand calls and 7,800 puts on the day. So we like this as a potential short vol play, but again, lesser liquidity instrument. So fixed risk plays only, meaning that you are trading options that have fixed risk. So like a bull call spread has a fixed risk to it. And so we like bull call spreads on this. If you want to get short volatility, you think VIX is going to roll over. And so we are targeting, you know, we already actually placed this live trade in our account right now. And uh, in the Benzinga Options School, we're already in the money. And so we did this earlier today when it was at 47. We think SVXY, if the VIX complex come down, if volatility declines, we think SVXY has room to run potentially all the way up to 52, which would be a pretty big move. That would be almost a 10% move post FOMC. So we think that VIX is overpriced. And there's potential for a short vol play. And so that's what we'd be targeting. So make sure you buy at the money strikes and then you target the 52 expiring this Friday. Now, just a reminder as we go into the FOMC, again, we expect volumes tomorrow to be less than today's volume. Today did over 140 million shares. We expect volumes today to be, or tomorrow to be much less. Actually, it closed at 156. So we expect volumes to be much closer to the 100 million range tomorrow. That means we should see a compression in the price action. We also expect option volumes on spies to be less. Today it did 17 million. We expect less than 17 million tomorrow. Probably thinking more like the 13, 12 million range. So we think that price action volatility and volumes are going to compress tomorrow. Hence, we don't recommend being too active tomorrow. And if you are... You know, take your short moves, take your day trade moves and be out. Other than buying insurance, other than buying short or long vol plays for the end of the week, we do not recommend taking directional plays on the markets 
until after the FOMC because the markets are going to be very vulnerable going into that. A lot of positions are going to change hands. And it's kind of like a do or die time. Like if Spies loses 400, you know, it closes like 395, we could see a huge liquidation in Spies. However, if the markets recover and we get this kind of ramp that we're talking about from VIX and IV coming down, then we see Spies as potentially moving 15, 20 points higher, which is a big move. So there's potential two-way forecast for extreme volatility. Hence, be smart with risk and make sure that you're trading fixed risk plays only. Now, again, if you like to trade live with us and see our analysis every single day, you can try the Benzinga trial, seven days for $7. I think Rodrigo posted a link in there, how to sign up for that, get access to the full course, live classes with me. We can even analyze your trade ideas in real time as we do for all our members, get access to the member chat room, talk with members all over the world who are all trading options and looking at the markets. So seven days for $7 trial. Other than that, is there anything else you can think of right now, Rodrigo, before we sign off? No, I think we had a great session here. I appreciate your time. I know you're very tied up with the school and um, great class today. And what are, what are the class, what is the class for tomorrow for the folks here that are joining? Yeah, tomorrow is actually all about option Greeks. So Greeks are important to understand because a lot of people will trade options thinking if they just get the direction right that they're going to make money, but that's not entirely true. You have to understand what are the variables that affect the ways you make and lose money with your options, and those are the Greeks. And Greeks create this reflexivity, and so it's important to understand that you know by buying or selling certain options – that will create these reflexive flows, these option flows, short or long in the markets that can move the markets heavily. Right now, options volumes are as a whole surpassing share volume. That means they're having a greater impact on the market. And by understanding the Greeks, you will understand how that creates that reflexivity in the market and moves the market. So that's tomorrow's lesson. we got an exciting subject to add on top of that tomorrow. So for those of you who signed up for the trial, we hope to see you live. Other than that, good luck trading heading into the FOMC. And we'll be doing this podcast again post-FOMC on Wednesday. So good luck trading, and we'll see you then. Take care, everyone.